You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. Welcome back, everybody, to Brothers Just Searching, where we talk about God's word and current world events. We're here to educate and edify the believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Aubrey, and to my left is Brother Lenny. Over there to my right is Brother Bowen. And to the far right is Brother Anthony. Yeah. Welcome back, every, everybody. <laughs> I'm so glad to be with you all today. Today, Isaac, he, he took the day off. He, he had to be with his family. And, yeah, he backslid. <laughs> no, no, I, I call that a front slide. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's building relationships, he, right? He bailed out on that's us, That's what we're here for. Yeah. Just he just, some relationships. He just left us like that, man. I guess he's a traitor now. Huh? Yep, yeah, he he's a Benedict Arnold. He just left us hanging. Yep. He left us you in the mud the to drown. He asked me to take his place. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Could you ever take his place? Could, oh, he, could well. he ever take your place? Oh, I don't so know. Ain't much to take, you think but, so? Uh, I think he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> take his spot on the chair. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, well, hey, that's one thing. No one can take Bowen's place. He's one of a kind. He just... He got oh, that. Man. He got that. He got the characteristics of Adam. I you said know? it the other day. I didn't think yeah. I knew anybody on since I'm alive. Uh huh. Like Bowen. He's a. And I'm not lying. And people think it's guy. a joke, but it's not. I don't know anybody just like him. No. I mean, I mean if you compare him to, I don't know what to compare him to. Compare. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, 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 listen. You I can told compare him. him to a hibernating bear <laughs> that just woke up. Oh, don't play hibernation. And we're, not he, to, we're not here to criticize animals. Uh, <laughs> not, no cruelty to animals. <laughs> <laughs> what would you compare yourself to, Bowen? Slime bucket. Yesterday, last week was a slime bucket. Yeah, slime bucket. Yeah, you, you, you see, he kind of upgraded some. Is that because you, you're springy and green and don't smell good? I'm just a scum bucket. You understand? Do you understand that process? I think I'm hearing you right. Yeah, I know you're hearing <laughs> you me say right. Scum bucket. I'm a scum bucket in the cesspool. But, oh. but hey, but, hey, he kind of upgraded a little bit. You know, he didn't want to be too too humble. Is I'm evolution. Wait, wait, wait. I'm is, evolution evolving from well, a scum I think, bucket. I think, I think, I think he, he, he's, he's decreasing because we just a cesspool now. Oh, 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 he's getting lower. Oh, 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 lower, yeah, lower. lower. Man, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got everybody confused at this table. <laughs> and we're already confused. No, he ain't confused. <laughs> yeah, I didn't figure it out. <laughs> so, Bowen, if you're a scum bucket, Anthony, what would you be? I don't really? know. The way that I was kind of proud of evolution a little bit until Bowen said he's he's the progress of it. Man, this is bad. This, this, this is a theologian that wrote two books already and fixing to write a third. That's right. That's mm. right. Mm. See, I, that, that, time, I don't and, waste my and, time. And, and, and another thing, another thing is, he is my teacher. Oh yeah, I'm his guru. He's my guru. <laughs> yeah, you see, yep. you know, once in a while we get in the room, we meditate, we cross each other's legs, you know, cross, and cross the legs. Yeah, 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 meditation, you know. And lady, like lady, lady, you see, you see the one sitting next to you, Orbit. See the one next sitting next to you. He's yeah, my yeah. spiritual, my spiritual brother. Man, well, well, where would Bowen be without you? Still in the cesspool. Still in the cesspool. You know, as I said, I'm his guru. You're a special hey, brother. I, so. I guess you're not doing your job if he's no. still in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of been slacking there, man. Maybe it's not your job. <laughs> no, it's the Holy Ghost's job. <laughs> well, good thing we're here for that. <laughs> I think we better get started on the word, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We we try not to deviate too far, but man, God's word always brings us back to the narrow path, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're continuing in Romans chapter eight. We're going to pick it up in verse 18, and we're going to end in that paragraph at the end of verse 25. So I'll go ahead and start us off. This section's called Future Glory. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willing, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know 
that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. For hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And man, Amen. I don't know how long I want to wait for the Spirit, but I guess the Lord, the Lord will help us. Amen. Yes, sir. You want me to start it off? Or what? Hey, you can take it. You know, I'm looking at this scripture, and it's comparing two things. Suffering for Christ mm. and God's glory mm. in heaven. Everybody now knows at, some suffering. Right. When you look at the, 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 the comparisons, no matter what you go through, no matter what you suffer, no matter what you face, heaven is going to exceed that multiple times. Oh, yeah. In comparison. Uh, I, th- I think about, we talked about earlier, I should share it about the Fox's Book of Martyrs. Mm. You know, you read those people, they suffered. They did. But you know, after they gave up the ghost, so to speak, they stepped into the most glorious light mm. they could ever have experienced. Mm. Heaven is a place where there's never going to be sickness or disease. It's peace. Mm. Un- unspeakable joy. Mm. Where we'll never have to see depression and defeat and hurt and sickness and death. There won't be no funeral homes in heaven. Come on, somebody. Things are going to stop the chaos. There there, there won't be no graveyards in heaven. No maggots. No maggots. No, no, there there won't be no no death in heaven. There'll be no disease. There will be none of that. And we look, and, and listen, I can't sit here and explain heaven to you. But I know what God said is something that you can't comprehend. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, it's nothing to be compared to what that glory is like. Who can explain that hope that, well, that read, we have to, to be completely redeemed? Well, that word completely hope, you read it. Made new. Right. I don't want to go ahead on myself, but you read. You used the word hope. Yeah. yeah. Hope is something that you can't see. It's true. See, that's what it said in the Scriptures. You see, you, you believe in according to faith. Your, your hope is according to the Word of God. It's not according to what man thinks it is. You know, they see a lot of these people, they claim they saw heaven. I doubt if half of that's even true. Mm. Because there's nothing in heaven that we can explain. For the glory that possesses that place is unreal. You know, I was reading in Isaiah chapter 6 the other day, in verse 1, where the Bible says Isaiah was carried away in the Spirit, and he stood before the throne of God. Mm. And the glory of that place where God was. You imagine he saw God. He saw God sitting on his throne. That's what the scriptures say. Mm-hmm. And man, oh man, I feel the Holy Ghost. The power of his glory filled the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, they sang multitudes of singing, Holy, holy is the land. Mm-hmm. And there was such worship there. You know, let's just, we can talk about heaven and we can compare it to, you know, well, little, 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 symbols and this and that but it's nothing to what we can figure out yeah mm. yeah and that's the whole thing when you compare heaven to what you're going to suffer there's no comparison mm. and i'm gonna mm. tell you what y'all seriously people have suffered christians mm. have suffered they have laid their life down for christ they will burn into stake they will cut asunder they were they, they were mutilated by animals i mean the whole listen it's not it's not as easy we see it on television. We see how people suffer. It's more than that. Mm. You know, it, it, they, they give good illustrations sometimes, but to know that they want to break you and make you f- forget God. They want you to, f- to, to, to denounce the Lord. And listen, I watched some stories. If you read, like I said, read the Fox's Book of Martyrs. The suffering that these dear brothers and sisters suffered, me and you can't even begin to think what it was like. Mm. Yeah. But in their heart, even though they was feeling the agony and the suffering, they knew the hope that was coming. Mm-hmm. My Lord Jesus, yeah, you know, they knew um, they knew what they were fixing to step into. Mm-hmm. They were fixing to step into the glory of God, mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. My God, I don't know if you're well, getting man, this. Man, they weren't. God. 
I know one thing for sure. They weren't thinking about the works of man. They weren't man-centered in their mind. Mm. They they had their thoughts. They mm. had their affections mm. towards God. Amen. And yeah. it's so true that people these days, people in any day, mm. if they're focused on the on man, yes, it's sir. nothing but suffering. Mm. No matter if somebody's uh, at the top or at the bottom, it's all suffering. Oh, Lord, yeah. And uh, sometimes suffering will take you from the bottom to the top or top to the bottom. Yes, sir. But it's all suffering all the right. way all the way through. But man, when oh man, whenever <laughs> you focus on God, <laughs> our God, oh yes, sir. All right, then it's a different view. You, you know, I'll, we will listen to a sermon. We didn't get to finish all of it, but there was a sermon a guy was preaching, and he says, you know, heaven is so vast. Heaven is so big. He said, there's so much in heaven. He said, the, he said, God didn't give us a whole lot of information on it. But he said, the little bit he gave us, he had to talk about a city. Because there is a city in heaven. So he had to show a city to kind of get us a picture in our mind. Or kind of, and, and this, the new city of Jerusalem, just looking at it, is amazing. Hmm. Can you imagine the whole heaven? Can you imagine... You know, the whole planet itself, or some people think it's a planet or whatever it is, you know. And, and so that little tip of the iceberg, you know, it's wonderful. Can you imagine, you know, when God's going to redo the creation, when God's going to bring heaven down to earth, more like some people believe. Or if he's going to bring heaven down to earth or he's just going to redo it, it doesn't matter. It's be better than what it is now. But that's what I think Pastor Paul was saying in here. He was saying that majority of this whole verse starting from 18 all the way to almost 26 or 27 he's talking about how f- because of adam you know men we fail you know creation fail you know we growing and creation is moaning you know because we we're facing thermodynamics right now our entropy where everything is winding down everything is breaking down and you know like like people they get they're young but then as time fortunately as time goes on we get older every day that's entropy you know we're breaking down we we lose our health and next thing you know, we're in the nursing home and I need to, we in the dirt, you know, fortunately. But that's how what he's talking about. He says, right now, creation and us, we're molding and growing, you know, and he's saying, but we do have a future. We do have a mortal body and an inheritance to look forward to if you're adopted into the family of God. So, you know, that's what Apostle Paul pretty much is saying here, because when Adam fell, all creation fell. You know, and because of that, we all suffering because of one man's sin. The Bible makes it clear, you know, Adam, because of one man's transgression, all have sinned, all have struggled, you know, for survival in this world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And all generations have been looking for a way to to be free from their suffering. Mm-hmm. Just like in verse 19, for creation waits eager mm-hmm. with eager longing mm-hmm. for the revealing of the sons of God, the, the people who. The sons of God, that's an incorrupt body. Well, it's it's basically the only things that can enjoy God's inheritance is sons. I'm a mm-hmm. son, you're a son. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And when creation itself, listen, we were talking a little bit ago about how many, you, you, we don't know what the earth was like before the fall in the day of Noah. There's some speculation that this, that this, this earth was covered by a perfect shield. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Men have corrupted it. Men brought death. Because you go back and you talk about creation, yearning mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the re- re- revelation of Jesus Christ, the revealing of Jesus Christ. Because as men, are, men have become corrupt, uh, creation has become corrupt. Right, right. Creation has become defiled. And now it's waiting mm. for Christ to come back and renew it back mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. it was before. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to understand. How could creation yearn but the you see it all over the planet right now i mean you have earthquakes and volcanoes and hurricanes and whatever tsunamis and and Mm -hmm. there's something happened that that used to never happen on the earth you get Mm -hmm. where i'm coming from yeah Mm -hmm. and now creation is yearning it's it's just like a a woman fixing to have a baby Mm -hmm. but nine months she carries the child when the pain starts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean the, the child is fixing to be born and, but after the child is born, she doesn't even remember mm-hmm. the pain she's went through. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's how creation is explained here. I can go on a lot of things about creation. Because, I, you know, 
I, I want to start with God. The very the, listen, God is the very attitude and character of creation. Hmm. I mean, in in God's in God's uh, mind, He created creation according to His character. Hmm. He saw the creation as beautiful. And if you read the six, the six days of creation, every one of those passages, every one of those days, He said God said it was good. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? He said it is good. God made the heavens and the earth. There was a form and void and darkness. You know, and at the end of that, every day. See, God made everything perfect. And the, the, you, the creation itself was at peace mm-hmm. with God. My mm-hmm. Lord, do you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything he made was at agreement with God. And when those things come in agreement with God, everything is good. Mm-hmm. See, the reason why man is not good, man is not in agreement with God. See, creation knows what it had. It understands the character of God. Because everything out of creation came out of the mind of God. Hmm. And the holiness of God and the righteousness of God. Now man has defiled the earth. Creation is yearning. I'm, they're looking for that day when it, at one time where, where, where was, creation was beautiful. Creation was, and creation wanted, wants it to, to, to come back to that state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. It's it, you know they talk about you know global warming pollution, but they don't realize there's always sin that was there that was polluting long before we had all these other right. problems. You know that's the real problem right there is men's sin, Adam's fall. That's that's the biggest pollution. You know not global warming. I know we're not talking about that, but since we mentioned it, right. people try to blame other things except on men and their faults. You know their sins. You know. Well, you know we're God's attitude toward His creation mm-hmm. was an attitude of holiness. Right. Yeah. You all hear what I'm saying, somebody? Yep. His attitude toward His everything He's done and made was to be good. Mm-hmm. Man was created, and God said it was good. Mm-hmm. Even men itself. But I used that illustration. I'm telling Arvin at church yesterday. We talked about. I brought out. I took two loaves of bread and I took one of the loaves of bread and I corrupted it with all kind of men. Mm-hmm. Some old, mm-hmm. I had some old stain, some old paint. I, that was the ugliest looking bread. And I said one on one side and one on the other. See what I'm saying? And I asked the people, I said, which bread would you rather eat of? The corrupt one? Or, or the, or the, or, the or, pure one? Or the pure one, the, the one that was not corrupt. Mm, incorrupt. Well, when God, when God, when Adam decided to sin, he ate of the corrupt. Hmm. He chose the corrupt. And, and now we're facing debt because of it. Hmm. And creation fell with Adam. Hmm. People say, well, it's not the earth didn't sin. It doesn't matter. Adam had dominion. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. when a preacher is passing a church and he's corrupt, he's going to corrupt that whole church if they don't get him out of there. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. And it could go to, for anything else. And we look at that stuff and we say, well, how how is God seeing today? How's God how's God seeing the church today? See? I'm looking for the day as a preacher, as a pastor, to come back into fellowship with God as the church is supposed to be. I'm searching that in my own heart. I, I wanna know his fellowship. I wanna listen, Paul said he wanted to know the fellowship of his suffering. Hmm. To know what Jesus went through. But to know that creation itself is bearing the sin of man upon itself. And we're never going to see that creation delivered till Jesus Christ comes back. And he sets up his rule and reign on this earth. But creation, men, all that live on the earth is going to be in total obedience to him. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to be in obedience, he's going to, they'll, they'll die. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? But you can imagine having all creation in total obedience to God. Come on, mm, think about that. Right, right. Man, trees, birds, animals, what, all, everything in the sea. Mm-hmm. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. a day that's going to be. Imagine everybody going exactly right. where the Lord told them to do. What to be doing right. exactly what the Lord told them to mm-hmm. do. And Using their gifts. Oh, my God. Being a blessing. To mm-hmm. be, yeah, to be in total obedience. Mm. Mm-hmm. To God. Mm. My Lord, I'm, you, go ahead, bro. Mm. So I just wanted to pick up with uh, the creation being subjected to futility. 
man, I don't know about everyone, but man, whenever I try to do things on my own to to become, you know, perfect in man's eyes, it's futile. All my efforts, yeah, they don't they don't do anything. But Solomon called, you know, he said it. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's empty. I mean, it, it's... All is vanity. All is vanity. Mm-hmm. Everything we try to do, you know, outside of God... I mean, I feel the presence of God. Everything we try to do outside the presence of God is futile. It's empty. It's vanity. Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you, can, you can become a billionaire. But when you die, you're just as broke, as empty... As as lost as the man down the the biggest mm-hmm. sinner down the street, yeah. Because without God, nothing matters. Mm. It's a, it's vile. It's empty. You can imagine a man working his whole life, living for God, making money, and then he leaves it to his children, mm-hmm. and his children exactly. disobey God and Mess waste it all, all the up. money. And mm-hmm. then what was it all for? Was exactly. it for his children? Right. But his children wasted it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But. And that Cre- sounds futile. Right. But yeah. creation itself is yearning right now. Jesus said in the last days, there's going to be earthquakes in diverse places. There's going to be all kinds of things happening. Creation itself is yearning. It's crying out mm-hmm. for the return of Christ. Mm-hmm. And people, people say, how, how do you know? Well, the scriptures are clear. It's yearning. It's fixing to give birth. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I was telling Booga about Job. I said, you know, Job was a righteous man, but for nine months of his life, he, he didn't hear God speak one word. Mm. All, he, all he saw was God judging him, and he didn't even know why. Mm. But, you know, I'll remind you of something. He never questioned God to say, you know, or questioned God's deity. Mm. He might have said, Ask, why has this happened to me? Why am I going through this, Lord? But he never blamed God. Mm. Nine months of suffering, lost everything he had, lost his children, lost his money, lost his fortune. But he never, one time, blamed God. Mm. His wife said, why don't you curse God and die, you foolish woman? Mm. Come on, somebody. And the whole point about calling her foolish, she says, the Lord give it and the Lord take it away. She had no hope. Her hope was all gone. Right. But he looked mm. at it that way, and, and, and mm. he was suffering. But man, after... All she could see was the suffering. Right. She didn't see past it. But that's what flesh does. Mm. When you're reading this stuff, you know, y'all just got out of Romans 6 and 7. And the whole thing about it, in, in, in the beginning of chapter 8... See, I could... I was telling somebody that the law is good, it's holy, but the law never brings comfort. Mm. Don't ask the law to put its arm around you. When you're suffering. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're lonely. Yeah. Quoting the Ten Commandments as great as they are will it'll, not bring peace. It'll bring mm-hmm. more tears of pain than tears of joy. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll make you right. see your sin. Yeah. You see, uh, and that's what, that's what we're talking about. This, God's glory, His creation is yearning. Mm-hmm. And it's yearning for the coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, my wife says, now sometimes I murmur. I say, Lenny, you murmur. I say, you're right, I am murmuring. That's the flesh. <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? But to yearn, I'm yearning for the day of the return of Christ. Mm. I am, praise God. I've been feeling the need more to draw closer to Him. I'm trying to draw away from the things of this world and make sure that my life is yearning for Jesus. Because when it's going to happen, when He's going to return, when He's going to be revealed, I'm going with it. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going with Him. Listen, most people might be listening to us today. They better stop and say, listen, we worried about what the politics are going to be like. We worried about what, well, who's going uh, to be president or who's going to run the country and who's doing it. Listen, we better start worrying about who's coming to run the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Hey, I'm not worried about who's going to be on the right. earth. I'm worried well, about, I'm thinking about who am I going to meet in the air. My, my dear brother one time said this. And he said, I'm not looking for the uh, undertaker. I'm looking for the uppertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That He's going like to take it. us up. Hallelujah. That's right. Praise mm-hmm. God. Thank you, Lord. That's so right. But, you Bo? know. But, Bo? yeah, Bo, you got something, Bo? Boogie, you had a thought? Oh, yeah. I was just saying how, you know, you, know, you, you, you think about it, how 
how the world is going, you know, and it's just getting it's getting actually worse and worse. Because the Bible said in the last days, just like it be in the days of Noah, so it shall be when the Son of Man's coming, mm-hmm. you know. And and you could see that, you know, if, if if man, if it's bad like it was, like it's getting now, you can kind of see why, you know, why it, it ended like it did, you know. And 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 you know, and the thing is, people got to realize that that's what the Bible really is all about. When Adam and Eve fall, fell, God promised, like, hey, I will restore man's relationship with God, mm-hmm. and then I will bring him back to the place that he belongs, the paradise that was lost to him. So when you understand the Bible, pretty much, I mean, it's a big book, but when you understand that little bit right there, that's pretty much what sums up almost the whole book, mm-hmm. that, you know, God's relationship is trying to get build a bridge back to men and God back again and to restore him back to his place where he was the mm. before he fell. And you so saw like the, the book of Revelations, you know, so much people get the book of Revelations so wrong. They so focus on the Antichrist that they're not focusing on the redemption plan of it, of the cross, and they're not focusing on the conditions that's coming back. Mm. You see, you know, and yeah, there will be a one world government. There will be an Antichrist and Mark system. But so much people are focusing just on those things and they're not focusing on what the book's really, really about. Mm. And prophecy proves that God is real. Hmm. So, you know, when you study those little things like that, that summarizes pretty much almost the whole Bible. Yeah. Pretty much. You still got other things to learn here and there, but that pretty much makes the book like this to make it like this. Hmm. You know, when you learn those simple principles. Yeah, I got something simple to say that goes yeah, just yeah, along go with ahead, that. Go ahead. Yeah. So the, the Bible says that we, we all fall, fell down uh-huh. and we were too weak. Who's going to help us to stand up? Mm-hmm. Behold. There's mm-hmm. a man, he's mm-hmm. standing, mm-hmm. and he's on a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. His arms stretched out, mm-hmm. and you don't need strength, right. but you can stand up when right. you grab his hand. Right, exactly. Paul said it like this. He said, when I'm weak, then he's strong. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in, in the whole principle, Book is talking about men facing God. Mm-hmm. Right. Men's war is against God. Oh, yes, yes. Right now, society, and we're talking about, when, and it's all about the suffering and and the, and the glory of his creation, when men can't win against God. You understand what I'm saying? Wickedness can't win. It's never did. Mm-hmm. Satan has been trying for 6,000 years. Corruption can't bring life. No, and, but he's lost every battle, Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Every battle he's lost. He rose, rose up the Roman emperors, the Babylonians, the Alexander the Great, the, uh, the Hitlers. But all of them lost. Mm-hmm. None. Not one man ever won a battle against the Lord. Show me a body that's not degraded. Yeah, exactly. It's just what, that's what I'm saying. When he's talking about creation, listen, God is the center of creation. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, the God's character is what creation is built on. Mm-hmm. And, and for most people, I told Boone today, I said, you know what? Are we talking about his character? Well, yeah. I don't. We, we don't hear nothing about the character of God. And, and, and uh, like, who is and, this God? We have our hope in. All we know is. Do we know His character? Well, all we know today is God's love. Hmm. We don't know nothing about God's judgment. And even in Proverbs, talks about the things God hates. Hmm. Somebody says, "Well, you don't really mean hate." Well, did he, did he really mean love when he was talking about love? Hmm. Now, what's the opposite of hate? Love. Hmm. What's the opposite of love? Hate. And the character of God, if you read my, I read my Bible, and I don't know what Bible people are reading, but the good old King James Bible very clearly says that God hates the hands that shed innocent blood. Mm-hmm. He hates a lying tongue. He hates a proud look. He hates he that so a discard among the brothers. He hates, he hates uh, hands that shed innocent blood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're looking at God like you say, well, that's Old Testament. No, that's, that's God's character. God's character in the Old Testament and the New Testament is the same thing. The only yeah. difference is the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, because if the blood of Jesus wasn't there, we were facing the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. It's a fearful no thing. No hope. Without the blood of Jesus, there is no hope, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Men is doomed. With, mm-hmm. If Jesus would have died on the cross, Satan would have destroyed creation probably right there. Right. Because mm-hmm. there was no redemption for it. Yeah. Mm. So we're looking at that, and we're looking at God's glory. And I was just seeing that one the other day. I said, we don't know this thing we call God. Mm. We know him as our Savior. We don't know the glory that he possessed. 
Is he is he somebody else's God or is he our God? Well, he asked the same question. Is he uh, my God? The, uh, when when uh, when uh, Ahab and Jezebel was ruling in Israel, mm-hmm. he made it very clear. He told the uh, uh, the uh, the, pro- uh, the prophet came to him and and he he's not Ezekiel. Uh, came to him and he said this. He said, "Choose this day whom you're going to serve." Are you talking about Elijah? Elijah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Elijah said, "Choose this day, this day whom you're going to serve. You're going to serve Baal, or are you going to serve God?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, you see, it would be twixt two opinions. They wanted God, but they wanted their sin. Mm-hmm. They wanted the good bread and they wanted the bad bread. <laughs> you know, when Elijah came out and he prophesied, you, mm-hmm. you got to make a choice, man. Mm-hmm. You can't eat, if you, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna live a holy life, if you're gonna live with mm-hmm. hope, you have to live a hope of repentance. Mm-hmm. You have to live a life of repentance, a life pleasing to the Lord. Well, th- mm-hmm. I like that because there's an old saying: if you're in the middle of a can, it's gonna split right in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But you, you can't be in the middle. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. If God is your God, then serve Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Baal is God, then serve him. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the question a lot of people. Well, I want to. I want to be a Christian, but I don't want. I don't want to be in bondage. Listen, I've I've never felt one time in my life that I was in bondage. And listen, I've I've lived I lived a pretty strict life. You know, I didn't I didn't think running to the world would have made me happier. So, you know, I didn't think none of that. I mean, I I I, I failed at times. I'm not gonna lie to you, hmm. but I, my hope was not in. Denying God's word. My hope is in obeying the word of God. Every time I went back and mm-hmm. asked God to, to forgive me, and, 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 I, and the hope returned. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It came back. So, so when you... When you, when you like uh, it was made for you. Right. Mm. But when Elijah prophesied to Ahab, he said, there's rain coming. Mm. Remember? Mm-hmm. It stopped mm-hmm. raining. Mm-hmm. There's a hope coming. Mm-hmm. And he told his servant, Go look. Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing. He went seven times to come back. Man, he said, I see a, a cloud as big as my hand. He said, go tell them the rain's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Come on, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some of us in, in despair because it's so dry and right. so hot. And we're so thirsty. But there's others who keep on going looking for right. the rain. Right. Mm-hmm. And whenever they see evidence mm. of the rain coming, <laughs> man, whenever they know. Whenever right. they have the hope, not in what they see, but in what they don't yet see. Lord Whenever yes. they keep on going, because he went go look once, but he didn't stop there. He went mm-hmm. how many times? Seven. Seven, Seven times. times. God's number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The whole passage, this whole passage is basically about suffering compared to glory. Mm. Right? And... What we see in this world, what you suffer in this world, is very, very small to what you're going to inherit in heaven. Mm. Because what's going to happen on this earth is going to, is going to end one day. Mm. What you're going to gain in heaven, that'll never end. Right. You know, I heard someone say one time, you got you to gotta think about it because you'll be dead for a long time. You'll be dead longer than you live. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, good, that's a thought. But so, you know yeah. the thing mm-hmm. about when you, when you step into glory, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. life eternal begins. Mm-hmm. Somebody said it one time: if you take a little bird and you let him fly over a certain mountain, and we could think about the smallest bird there, the little hummingbird, mm-hmm. and he flies with little wings over the mountain. Mm-hmm. After he's flown over that mountain, and, and the wind of his wings has flattened that mountain, then eternity just begins. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After yeah. he has flattened the mountain with his little bitty wings passing back and forth, after, you, you, that'll never happen. Yeah. It's but like, if uh, you look at what... Whenever turn- whenever you went upstream the Mississippi with a cardboard box and a spoon, eternity yeah. just began. <laughs> but it's true, though. Oh. Seriously, when I think about that, I said, well, I said, man, you mean it just begins? Hmm. I said, Lord, my, we, 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 we haven't come close to understanding what eternal life is and the glory we're going to gain in heaven. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it here. We can imagine, and it's, it's fun. I mean, 
But here's the thing. No more corruption. No more bondage. No, sir. No more debt. No more. And so much hope. Every day is is a day of worship. Every Mm. day is a day of Mm. glory and joy. Nothing nothing can compare to that. Listen to me, nothing. And whenever, whenever you feel the love of God and you feel the love of God through people, and when you feel the love right. of God filled with mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. man, what can take away that hope? It's a little song I like to sing. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of mm-hmm. Jesus. And it's just the truth. Mm. I'm whole than Jesus. Yeah. I might not be physically. I'm a, I, if the Lord don't come, I'm going to die. But in heaven, I'm, I'm going to be whole. I'll, I'll, there will be nothing wrong with me. I mean, everything and everything I could imagine, and more, mm-hmm. and much more, would exceed what I can have on this earth. Mm. Man, that's so good. We have such a great hope in Christ. Oh yes, and sir. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a break now. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Stick with us. Thank you. All right, and we're back. We're gonna pick up right where we left off. We're going to backtrack just a little bit to uh, verse 23, and I'm going to read it one more time and uh, speak a little bit about it, and then I'll pass it to whoever wants to catch it. And now, not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. So, man, whenever I read that, I think about all of the, the fruits of the Spirit what is it? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness. Well, you got to remember, he's, he's identifying with creation here. Mm. It could be, it could refer to the first workings of the Spirit, mm. which would have been in the beginning, God said, let there be light. Mm. And the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. There's mm. a reference to the, the, the first working of the Spirit, mm. the working of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And for us as believers... You read a while ago about hope. That's one of those fruits that come from the working of the Holy Spirit. And listen, the world don't have hope. When I said that a while ago, because it can't see God. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't know God. It's not subject to the things of God. The world's never going to look at Jesus like me and you see him. See, the world sees Jesus as a dead man nailed to a cross. But we see him as a resurrected king. Hmm. See, we look for that hope. Yeah, we, we see the light when the right. world sees the darkness. Well, that's the working of the Holy Spirit. Mm, that's you right. Know? That's the working mm. of God in us, showing us what's coming. Mm. You know, when he started at the beginning of creation, he said, he spoke the word, and it well says, let the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. Mm. See, the Holy Spirit was there from let there be. Mm. The Holy Spirit was there all through creation. And everything that God made, the Holy Spirit was present. So, when God spoke, the Holy Spirit moved, and Christ did the work. See, you can't take the three apart. The Trinity is real in the Bible. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us create man in our image. That's what it said. Let us. And it goes on, and it, and it makes it very clear that there's three heads. There's three in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we look at that, and we say, well, what, how important is the Holy Spirit? If it was important... In the creation of the universe, mm. why don't we need it? You know what I'm saying? How can the Holy Spirit not be in the church and extend the church expect to walk with God? Mm. Yeah, how can the church grow without light? Right, without the water. And and the point is this: the Holy Spirit here. Is, and when he's talking about that, he's referring to the working of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All, all through all creation, and and that's that's what I get from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and once once we see that light, our spirit longs for more of that light. Our yes. spirit longs for more of that water. It quenches our thirst, and mm. it's a thirst mm. that we didn't even know we had mm. until we taste of that water, mm-hmm. and it it satisfies our soul. Mm. And even though right. it's satisfying our soul, our bodies are still unsatisfied in the world mm-hmm. and we're waiting we're waiting just as God accepted his son Jesus mm. that he accepts us mm-hmm. and that 
we are res resurrected in life with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's the redemption of our bodies. It, it's like uh, when Jesus told the woman, Samar uh, the woman in Samaria, and he said, uh, "The water. I mean, this water. I'll you know the water you drink here, you're gonna drink again. Mm. But the water I give, you know, you will never thirst again." So, you know, there's a lot of people in the world, they have no hope, you know, they keep drinking and, you know, they have to drink that, that you know, like a woman, she kept drinking that well, she had to keep drinking back again and again and again. Mm. You know, it's amazing how people, they drink, they smoke, and it's amazing how that one smoke cannot make them happy. You know, they got to go buy another one, you know, mm. the Ooh, next drink. About, and, yeah. you know, just to show you, you know, if this is so great, why you got to keep doing it again and mm. again and again? If this is so fulfilling, you know? It's killing them. Mm -hmm. It's like they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're mm -hmm. eating, like I said, mm -hmm. of the corrupt bread. Mm -hmm. You know, I watched a lot of stuff, and I was looking at these, a lot of these Hollywood stars that died. Which I yeah, to, yeah. They died. They have all the money in the world, all the mm -hmm. fame they want. Yep. They, they have all, all uh, you know, whatever they need, but yet they're committing suicide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're miserable. They, 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 some of them get married up to 10 times because mm -hmm. they're looking for happiness, and they're looking for hope. But mm -hmm. they're not going to find that outside of Jesus Christ. Right. You see, our hope is the coming of the Lord. Mm -hmm. When I ask the world, what what is going to happen to you when you're going to die? Well, I guess I'm just going to go in a grave. Right. Yeah, just go and to I, the ground. I, and, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be eaten by worms, and, the, and I'm thus I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. What kind of joy you could find in that? Mm -hmm. Listen, I was talking to two Jehovah's Witness one time, and, and we're talking. And I said, ma'am, was, uh, I was too late. I said, let me tell you what I believe. Mm -hmm. I said, I believe Jesus Christ died for my sins, and he's coming back mm -hmm. for me one day. And I'm going to see him in heaven one day. And I just kind of explained a little bit of my faith. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me like I was strange. You see, in the Jehovah's Witness, they don't believe you're going to heaven. They believe you're going to the, in the grave, and, 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 and at the last day you're going to be rose up. But Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, you, 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 the world don't understand that. Mm -mm. The world only understands death. You only understand life ends when you close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Life ends when, 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 when you're buried. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I don't want my life to end up like mm. that. I can't. Listen, I have, a, I have a hope that gives me beyond the grave, mm. beyond all man's expectation of things. It's, a, it's this hope in what Jesus Christ did and that I'm going to live for him, with him forever. Mm -hmm. You know, like Paul said, like I said earlier, to be absent from the bodies, to be present mm -hmm. with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, we wrestle in against flesh and blood, not against flesh and blood, principalities. Satan wants to steal that away from us. He wants to take that power, that hope away from us. Mm -hmm. And you know, if we let him, he's going to do it. He's not going to. He's not going to sit there and let us get to heaven. He's going to fight with everything. If you don't know how to fight, you might be listening to me tonight, tonight on this podcast or program. If you don't know how to fight, you've lost. Mm -hmm. if, you, if, if your hope is not worth fighting for, if your faith is not worth fighting for till you're dead, then you don't know what it's about. Mm. You get what I'm saying? If it doesn't overwhelm you yes, sir. and make you stand up whenever right. you've fallen, then you won't be able to go on. Well, every, every time you get knocked down, you'd want to give up. And a lot of people do, but there is hope of Christ in us. Exactly, the hope of glory, right? Right, Amen. And that's where we at as believers. I mean, if if you can't hold on that hope, you're gonna be a miserable Christian. Mm -hmm. Listen, people are just. I hear people say, "I'm just trying to get in by the skin of my teeth." Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry, there's no skin on your teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the, the analogy of just. Tying a knot on the rope and holding on. I don't just want. I don't want to just hold on. Mm -hmm. I want to walk in victory. Mm -hmm. I want to make it. I want to be uh, more than a conqueror in mm -hmm. Christ. You know, this just barely holding on business. I don't, I, I can't handle that. Mm -hmm. You know, I know what people say that, and they're it, it, just trying to just just stand on the word of God, stand on the hope of the coming of Christ, and you will make it. If you hold to what Jesus taught in his word and you accept him as your savior, you will make it. Mm -hmm. That is the promise of God. That's not. Listen, I was in somebody said today, matter of fact, he said, you know what creation is? Creation is the promise. Heaven is the promise of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Heaven mm -hmm. is the promise of God mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a promise. 
God don't go back on his, he don't break his promises, brother. Mm-mm. If you hold to that word, you know, you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. If you hold to the Jesus, you're going to make it. That is my hope today. You know, I was sitting today, I was, I was getting out of my truck, and I said, so was my, they said, come quickly, Jesus. Well, I, I want him to come quickly, but there's still other people I want to be saved. Mm. I want to see my sons and daughters and my grandchildren, all of them make it to heaven. I'm not going to lose one. one. I'm not going to leave one hoof like Moses said behind when he was fleeing from Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. There's a hope in the coming of Jesus. Praise God. I'm going to take this over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you think about it, you know. I mean, that's one thing that's beautiful about Christianity. You know, it really got hope. Like, if you look at Islam, they teach, you know, if you, you know, they give a promise to their people. They tell them, you know, if you commit suicide or a special holy mission, you know, you get 40 versions, you know, you have a glorious palace, you know, where you're living it yeah. up and drinking it up. And, you know, and then you got other groups, they, they promise certain things, but not like the Bible promises mm-hmm. it, you know. He, you know, he, he is so, isn't, you could tell it's not man-made, you know, that's all man-made religion. Well, it says this. You know? with, with, in other religions, they they yeah. take the natural desires of the human heart and they, they build on top of that. Mm-hmm. But we start with the supernatural. Right. We start right, right. with the resurrection, the mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. the life that goes beyond death. Right. It's, right. Not, it's not gratifying our desires or amplifying right. our desires. Right. But it's giving us what satisfies our soul. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. want, I desire to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. I passionately want to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. To be reunited right. with God. Yeah, and, 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 and to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, Paul is very clear when he, when he states that this battle is not, this battle for this hope you're talking about, it's not a fleshly battle. Right, because we it's a spiritual battle. Many times it's a, a battle in your mind. Right. Are you dwelling on on all of the suffering? Or are you dwelling on the hope? Right. And that's the key right there. Uh, we press toward the mark, he said, hmm. for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And the pro- mark is heaven. Hmm. That's what he's talking about. We look for that mark. We press toward it. You know, it's a bad, listen, if you think you're going to sit at your house and just hope you're going to make it to heaven by never applying God's word to your life, forget it. Mm. I said a prayer 20 years ago, and that was good enough. Forget it. Mm. And then I walked in darkness. No, it doesn't mm. work that way. I think Paul finally got something. Let oh, him I, I want to share some things with you. Um, I've been, I've been looking at different things, but this, this thing here caught my attention. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. Now watch this. I want to read this too. Okay? Therefore we are always confident knowing that we are at home in the body. We are absent. From the Lord. Mm-hmm. As long as we live in this body, as long as this body is on this earth, we are absent from the Lord. You know, y'all were talking about creation a while ago. God has given us the down payment to know that we're going to heaven. It's a down payment. He gave us his spirit. It's the down payment. is the insurance. It's an insurance that we know without a doubt, without Without, without blinking our eye, we know for sure that when Jesus Christ appears, that we're going to go with him. Because the spirit that dwelt in Christ, God gave us that same spirit. And that same spirit that lives in us, dwelt in Christ, that raised Christ from the dead, we're going to be raised also in glory. Creation groans for the redemption of the sons of God. And when that's going to happen, all of creation is going to rejoice. All of creation is going to know that it's going to be brought back to its natural habitat where God wanted it at first. Mm-hmm. You see, man, God created man for one reason. God created man that man would be in fellowship with him forever and for all eternity. He never, but 
how I want to say that. I want to. I don't. I don't want to say it in the wrong way, but that's the way he created man when he created Adam and Eve. He wanted that fellowship with them forever, and he gave them one commandment: Do not eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Do not eat of that. You know, if man would have never ate of that tree, man would live forever, and man would have fellowship with God. Mm -hmm. Just because of that one commandment broken, mm -hmm. God had to make another plan for man to be redeemed. Now, I'm reading a book by Jimmy Swaggart. Creation was created, but how far... You know, before God created the heavens and the earth, before God created man, before God put all the animals on the earth, what was here before this? Mm -hmm. What was there? What was that? No, but listen, what was here? You know, in eternity past. I mean, you got to think about that. I, I'm reading these books, man, and I'm seeing things that I, I, when I read the Bible, I see a whole different story sometimes. But... When God created the heavens and the earth, he created it for his pleasure because he created it that he could have something. Do you know that we are bound? Mankind, all of mankind is bound to the law of God, God's laws. Every man on the face of this earth is bound to God's laws. They are, they are, they are held responsible to live by God's laws. They are held responsible to live by this word. In other words, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that come that proceeded from the mouth of God. God said that for a reason. Because when he created man, he said, man is to live by my word alone. That's it. No other way. That's how man was supposed to live, but man broke that. So every man on the face of this earth, you see people think, well, I can live the way I want. I can drink, I can smoke, I can do what I want. No, you can't. If you don't live by the law of God, the law that God set down, and God does not change his mind. Trust me. I know this. God does not change his mind. God does not change his character. God don't change anything about what he has created and what he has set in motion. Man will answer to an almighty God. That, and let me tell you, you know that song that says, there's a cross standing in my way? You know, man, every man that's not going to repent is going to pass by that cross. And he's going to realize, hey, why didn't I make it right? You know, it's too late once you close your eyes in debt. You can't make it right with God. All the chances to make it right with God is on this side of the grave. Once you close your eyes in debt, there is no more chance. There's no more mercy. There's no more grace. No more nothing. You're done. You're doomed. You're going to hell, period. You know, and people don't want to hear that today. But on this side of the grave, on this side of the grave, and man, I, I can feel the Spirit of God moving in my heart. On this side of the grave, on this side of the grave, we got the mercy, and we got the grace, and we got the love of God, and we got the Word of God to build us and build our faith on. Amen. You know, you know Bowden, you said it a while ago when you talked about that song you was talking about. But there's another one came to mind when you sing that. I got to leave my Isaac down. Isaac is 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 uh, uh, anything that steps in the way of what you just said. Abraham, it wasn't the song that I, I like. It I, I, I want to well, share something when you're done. The Isaac that was in Abraham's way was that, not that he, he wanted Isaac to die, he wanted Abraham. <laughs> mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And the uh, whole point mm. is that when, when anything steps in the way, of that hope, it could be a, a family member, it could be a, a business, it could be a even a church. It could be a, a, a philosophy, it could be an opinion, it could be anything that steps in the way of God. You said it, and I believe that all my heart. We are responsible for what we do with God's Word. We are responsible Listen, for I living by what he often, said. Those Ten Commandments are not Ten Opinions. That, that's not what God thinks you better do. Hmm. It's thus said the Lord. Yeah. And when we look at that and we look at the character of God and what God is like, that's the only hope. I can't put my face in unstable now, water. I'm going to share something with you. Know you know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm going to let you share. I'm going to let you all talk. But I want to share this with you all. Now, I read this. We'll I want to study it. I want to study this. I really want to study this and dig into it. Do you know we are to walk to glorify God when we receive Christ as our Savior? We're to walk to glorify God. 
You know, we're to live right. a life that glorifies him, not us. Right. You know, we, we need to take self out of the way, man. We need to take I out of the way, man. We need to take denomination out of the way, bro. We need to think about glorifying God through mm. this body. Mm. Stop you know? being man-centered. And, 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 you know, that, and that's the problem with human beings. It's pride and selfishness and, and ungrateful and unthankful. You know, that's the problem with mankind today. But if we walk, if we know Jesus and we know his character, we are to walk to glorify him alone. That's why we put here is to glorify God through this body. And I tell you something, we are to walk a life. We are to walk a life in our hearts and in this body. We are to walk a life and live a life that pleases God. That's called attitude. That's called you know, being being humble, that's called, I, I can go through a list of them. I just can't think of them all. But God looks at all that stuff. God sees all that, and God looks at the heart of a man. And this stuff has to reside within that man's heart. God looks for that. You understand? God looks at attitude. God looks at hot tempers. God looks at, at all this stuff. You walk a life to please God. And that's why, hey, listen, let me tell you something. I ain't perfect. I'm a scum bucket sometimes. I'm a dirty rat sometimes. But let me tell you something. There's one thing I want to do. And that's the hunger in my heart. It's to glorify God in this body. And it's to please him. Not man. I don't have to please man. You know why? Man corrupted this earth since the Garden of Eden. That's why we live in the world that we live in today. Because of man. I don't have to live for man. I got to live for Jesus Christ. I got to live for the Lord. And that's got to be in my heart. That's got to be what I want. And that's my hunger. And mm -hmm. y'all y'all, talking about me reading all these books. I read all these books for a reason, man. You know what it's doing to me? It's building my faith. It's building my love for Christ. It's showing me exactly the kind of God that I serve. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. boy, I'm going to share mm -hmm. something with you. Everything you just said. Every one of us at this table, when we're going to get out of this building and face tomorrow, somebody might somebody sees this YouTube video, whatever, YouTube channel, show. They, the and, they, and if they see you doing totally opposite from what you just said. Oh, I know. I know. And they I know. see me doing totally I know, opposite. I know. But that is, that is the truth, though. No, I know it is the truth. But we have to be that testimony. That's right. They have to. We have to bear that hope. That's right. When the world is saying everything's doom gloom, say my home ain't here, buddy. I'm just passing through. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just a pilgrim coming, th going, going through another land. I'm, go I'm, I'm going back home. Mm -hmm. But Lanny, but that's what I'm saying. But listen, do you see defeat or you see victory? Right. If they don't see, if they see, well, listen, if they see everything you said not in your life, they're gonna say bone is nothing but hot air. Land is nothing but hot air. That's where we got to grow. The that's where we got. That's we right. We got to grow right there. That's say, right. We get out of here. We gotta. We gotta make sure. We better carry that. Spirit we better with carry us. that spirit with us. That's and right. And make sure we're in that world. That's right. Mm -hmm. Listen, I've, I've watched many Christians, and you can swear they they're ready for heaven. And men, you go follow them. And I didn't sound like they're I, ready I, for I, hell. I didn't say that mm -hmm. to say that I'm perfect. I no, did not I, say that to say I'm perfect. No, I just because I'm far from perfect. But I'm saying that today, if we don't take what we profess oh. in this world i mean in christ yeah you're right i agree with you 100 we carried out of those doors mm -hmm. and see that's the that's the problem most people can sing amazing grace but they don't have a lick of uh, understanding what they're saying mm -hmm. you don't deserve that grace i don't deserve it i don't deserve nothing god gives me and the point is i'm trying to make he needs to cast me into hell well the point i'm trying to make boy is that we need to understand that the testimony that we have is not at this table. It's out there. It's out there in the world. Right. And you have to carry that message. i got to carry that message. But you just mm. said it's all right. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's right. But if it, we got to live. Yeah. we got to live that life. Is his and, words and, and, written on our heart? Yeah, but listen. Hold on now. Listen. We got to live that life, but you don't live that life overnight, bro. That's an everyday thing, you know. That's every day you got to get up and say, Lord, I want to live for you. Right. I want to glorify you. I want to please you. I'm not here to please nobody else. That's the kind of life I want to live. I'm not speaking yeah. for y'all. I'm speaking for me, man. 
You know, I want to live to please mm. God, the God that I fear, the God that I love, the God that gave me life, the God that gave me everything I got, the God that blesses me every day, the God that puts food on my table, the God that puts clothes on my back, the God that gave me vision and hearing, the God that lets me speak his word the way it should be spoken. And that's that's the saying. God I want to please. And that's the thing you got to carry in that, when you get out of here and get, get, get it on your jobs and, and do what y'all do every day. Listen, you got to water that hope if you want it to grow. If you're sitting with someone and you have that hope and all you can do is talk about the doom of this world all the time. Well, I don't talk about the doom. You know what? I don't, this, world is not our own. this world is not ours. It's not the hope of Jesus. If, we, if we're looking for def- the, the, everything bad, and I'm not saying you got, I'm not going to say close your eyes to the world's problems. I'm saying as a hope. As a hope. As the hope of Jesus the Christ. The only hope we got is Jesus. When they come to us and they say, and they see us and they said, well, you, you're telling me you have this hope, but you look like you're fearful about everything else. You see, yeah. you God didn't wrong? give us the spirit of fear, fear my of love and sound mind. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. When we get out of here tonight, when we walk, go to, do our, we live out, just live for the, in this world. Are we offering that hope? Do we carry that hope? Do they see the hope? Mm-hmm. When I was talking about those two ladies, they looked at me like I was crazy. You know what I thought in my spirit? <laughs> well, they said, at least he has hope. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Because I talked about Jesus, and all they could talk about is their religion, which didn't promise them heaven, didn't promise them nothing. I said, asked one, one Jehovah's Witness one time, I said, man, I said, what hope do you have? You don't believe in healing. You don't believe in the Holy Spirit. You don't believe in... They don't even believe everybody goes to heaven. I said, what hope do you have? I have hope of living eternal life with Jesus Christ. Hmm. Hallelujah. That's I'm, so good. You know? That's so good. We have, we have such a great hope. And we, we don't fully see it yet, but we see glimpses of Amen. it. Amen. Praise and God. And we keep on watering that hope, just like you said. We watch it grow. Whenever we water it daily. Yes, sir. If we go day after day after day without without practicing that hope, without showing that hope, without living it, without Amen. without being in that hope mm-hmm. and letting it fill us, mm-hmm. fill our mouths, fill our minds, then it won't grow. Well, you know, somebody said that. I mean, we almost get rid of Yeah, we need a finish uh, Somebody said this. You might be the only Bible anybody might ever read. Oh, right. it's the right. truth. Right. right. Is they, the might, truth? they might look at you something different about Aubrey, Bowen, Lanny, mm-hmm. Boogie. Mm-hmm. There's something different about the Lord. It's, it's something different because they they don't seem to be fretful like everybody else. They don't seem to think that the world is ending at the grave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyhow, let's just pray and ask the Lord yeah. to guide our hearts. And let's pray for someone that might be struggling. Listen, because you're struggling, that don't mean you're lost. Because mm. be we'd all be lost. <laughs> struggling, the, the Bible says you does, the trying of your faith, work in patience. Mm-hmm. Right? So to be struggling and being tested, that's a Christian life. Mm-hmm. That's part of, it's impossible that tribulation will not come, the Bible says. It'll come. Mm-hmm. But we have to be ready. Be ready. Mm-hmm. To serve the Lord all the way to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You, you want to pray, Aubrey? Or? Yeah. Take yeah. It away, I'll, I'll lead us into prayer. And I just want to close out with that last verse. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And Lord, help us to have the patience to mm-hmm. believe your word, to believe your promises, to walk in them daily, and to not let the things of this world, the suffering, yes. take us down and discourage us. Lord, keep our eyes ever fixed on you so that we can see our hope, Lord, through you, even though we do not see all the hope of glory. We do not see the full, the fullness of your glory yet, Lord. Help us to walk in you, to read your word, to let it be inscribed in our hearts, and help us to water, water that hope, Lord, Grow the hope inside of us. And I pray the same for all the listeners, Lord, all of us here, Lord, all of, all of those who are listening. I pray that you would grab a hold of our hearts, get our eyes back fixed on you so that we can live out the life 
that you desire for us to live so that we can one day be reunited with you and be completely redeemed, body, soul, spirit, everything, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, Jesus. So I just want to say I hope everybody was blessed by hearing this. We hope that you were encouraged. And if you have anything you'd like to say to us, if you have questions, comments, feel free to ask. And uh, if you want, you can get in touch with us. We'll teach you how to make Jesus your personal Savior and heaven your eternal home. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.